Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for your patience. Um, a couple technical difficulties here. I know most of you are used to um, me starting off the show with my countdown timer and my intro video, and we're all uh, set up, ready to go. Sorry I'm late, but we had um, I'm setting up different lights to get the, all the lighting perfect in this studio, um, and my power went out right before the show. So what do you know? Well, welcome everyone to Two Cents with Bents. I am your host, Dana Bents. Um, and if you're new here, uh, Two Cents with Bents is a marketing and branding show that I created about, uh, we're coming up on two months already. So it's a pretty new show um, where I get to interview experts in the marketing and branding field. Um, so we have a really great guest on tonight. I saw Woody in the comments paging Dana. Thank you. Sorry we were late, Woody. <laughs> And NLTMW, Mike, thank you so much for tuning in again from Niagara Falls. Oh, very cool. Um, so yeah, I like I like this show uh, to be as interactive as it can be because it's so much more fun um, to hear your questions for my guest than it is to hear my questions for my guest um, so that we can kind of have a round table um, conversation. <laughs> Mike says, I found that paying the power bill helps, LOL. <laughs> Good one. Okay, so we have a great show for you tonight. Um, so we have on Terry Schilling. Um, and the topic of today's show, I titled it um, How to Tell a More Compelling Story for Your Brand or How to Tell a Compelling Story for Your Brand. Um, but does your brand even have a story? So I think that's, that's something that we're going to kind of brainstorm back and forth today. But um, do you have a story? Do you know how to tell the story? That's what Terry's going to help us uh, with today. So on our episode, we're going to talk about content, copywriting, um, but a little bit about our guest before I bring him on. Terry is a copywriter and brand messaging strategist um, who helps creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and small business owners attract the right customers over and over with the right words love that. So today we're going to be talking about why telling your brand story is important. We're going to talk about what the key strategies are in telling a compelling brand story um, and how to keep your brand messaging consistent, which is pretty hard to do. So without further ado, I would love to bring on Terry. Hey, hello. Yeah, we're here. Me. All right. <laughs> we're, we're here finally. Yeah. A couple minutes late, but better late than never. All good. Oh, thank, thank you so, so much. much. Yeah, yeah. Jinx. Uh, Jinx. But, uh, Dana, yeah, thanks for having me on. Really excited to be here today. Yeah, absolutely. We got connected through another live stream expert, Stephanie Liu. So shout out yeah, to her. Shout out to Stephanie and <laughs> shout out to StreamYard as well. I know, um, obviously, yeah. we're on there now, and I know that's kind of like your day to day. That's yep. how, like, how we got connected as well. So, yeah, yeah. you do your own StreamYard show. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. a show called Proceed with Passion. Um, I do that every week. And I bring on like fellow creative entrepreneurs similar to this. And we talk about kind of like the origin stories, like the first stops, you know, post-college works, oh, you know, you know, and then how they became to do what they do now. Um, and then yep. we have a lot of like keys to success and some fun, like actionable tips, depending on what the entrepreneur does. But that's something yeah. fun I like to do, just a good way to connect with other people, especially during this time. Um, but yeah, I love using StreamYard. Yeah. 
Oh, very cool. Well, for those people who don't know you, for the people in my audience who don't know who Terry is, can you give us a brief background on who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Terry Schilling, I am a, like, you know, like Dana said, I am a copywriter. have been in copywriting since 2013, where I got my first job at an agency outside of Chicago, and I still live in Chicago, um, you know, to this day. And I you know, just gradually got into, you know, this marketing world from a broadcast journalism side and started just doing, you know, research of, you know, neuromarketing and, you know, why consumers buy the psychology behind copywriting. And it eventually just led me to, you know, branching out, starting my own work, starting a side hustle as a freelancer, and then starting my own business a little over two years ago. Um, and it's just That's continued cool. to evolve. And I help a lot of clients with website copy and brand messaging. And those two go really hand in hand. Uh, you know, once we can yeah. figure out the foundation of like the personality, the brand values, the mission statements, how we're going to communicate on our channels, that can really yeah. then transition to the website. Um, and yeah, we mentioned I do the proceed with passion. This is where like I feel like the mm -hmm. humble bragging is going to come in when like people say I do all this <laughs> stuff and like, you know, I just find somehow some time to do all this content, give the yeah. people what they want, more content, right? Yeah. Um, but have Love received that. with passion. I do the Copy Corner, which is a podcast and YouTube show um, okay. as well. Um, I am the founder of the Copy Co-op Group, and that's for writers, entrepreneurs, business owners looking to improve their copywriting skills. Um, they can go on that. Cool. And then I host a show called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? Um, which is <laughs> a title. Yeah. Which is where I bring on another guest. So like if you and I did this, Dana, we'd have my assistant on here on there and she looks up a real company. And then she gives us a very brief description of what the product is. And then yeah. we each get 25 seconds to come up with a tagline. On oh, this that's good. So, oh, that's good. That's really so it's like a competition show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we try that. to get people to interact and like guess, tell us who wins and like write their own tagline. How people fun. Get it, so. Yep. T Tim says, Terry, I need to talk to you. <laughs> Tim, yeah. what's good, for my website? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim, thanks for watching. Um, so we have a lot to talk about today because I yeah. think there's a lot of there's a lot of tips you have for people who are trying to build their brand um, because yeah. brand messaging is so important in that. Um, but yeah. can you talk about how when someone's first starting out writing about their brand or trying to trying to tell a better story or maybe a more consistent story, like what would be some of your tips for someone doing that for their brand? Yeah, the first thing is determining who you're speaking to, right? I think okay. it comes back to who you're helping and how you can really improve their lives. And so like your mission statement when you talk about that is really like your why. So like, why are you doing what you're doing to get you know to where you wanna be? And yeah. you know, for me, there's like some exercise that you can do to look up like your ideal customer avatar, just write out what their day to day is like, like what they're like when they wake up, what do they do and really, I like to say like what like pisses them off a part of their day that you can help, you know, you know, relieve and help to solve this problem. That's um, a good question to ask. That's like yeah. what entrepreneurs ask. Like what's the, what's the pain point that I can solve? Yeah, exactly. Like I even ask my clients that in discovery calls, you know, talking mm -hmm. about business goals, but it's like, but like what, like what pisses you off about like, like your industry and like why you're doing what you're doing. Um, right. It just really gets a lot of good detailed answers. Um, but yeah, just thinking about who your audience is and who you're speaking to um, and who you want to reach, then find out where they're hanging out. Um, and then you can start, you know, talking about what's your personality like, 
you know, what is my mission statement? What are these brand values that I want to communicate online? And then just try to be consistent with it, of course. So like if I, people right. go to my website and then they find me on LinkedIn or to see my YouTube channel, like the personality and the messaging, it's all still there, right? You can know that it's still Terry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Dane, I'm sure you can attest this too. You know, it takes time. There's trial and error involved. Like there's always this foundation. Unfortunately. Yeah. There's this foundation to it, right? But right. you know, I think a lot of it is just putting the action behind it and figuring out kind of, you know, what sticks and what type of things like you say, like, and then getting comfortable with who your audience is and who you're speaking to. Yep. A lot of trial and error. That makes sense. So yeah. that actually brings me um, to the Twitter segment. We have a nice transition into our Twitter oh, segment. Um, so I, I just started asking my Twitter followers. Uh, I'm, I'm telling them what we're going to talk about today. And then I ask, yeah. tweet at us a question you want to ask Terry. So last week, uh, we had a last week with my guest, we had the very first tweet and I asked him the tweet. Um, but today we have a tweet from my sister. She's she normally tunes in, but she had to do something tonight. I don't know what. No, I'm good. Um, but she cool. had a great question and I love Kelsey. this question. So she says, Terry, in one sentence, how would Terry describe his brand? My my brand. Uh, you know, I love this. I would say copywriting is cool be the best way to describe my brand um, because I have this philosophy, if you will, that I use and it's on my homepage. And it's something that, you know, it ties into the brand messaging side where, you know, to me, great copy does this. It tells people how cool they can be instead of how cool you are. And if you have that type of messaging, like you put, it's just another, it's a cooler way to say customer centric language, to be honest. Right. But I just think when I relay that to people, it makes it seem like, more approachable and like, that's right. Like what is, what makes yeah. my customers feel cool? And don't talk about how cool mm -hmm. I am by creating this and all my features. What are these benefits that help people, you know, feel something? I love that. So you're trying to make them feel cool, the customer or the yes. audience or the viewers, yes. not yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I like think about why you like you buy Apple or why you wear certain clothes. It's because it, it's right. really like they're manufacturing this feeling. And like a lot of times they can right. We feel cool about doing this. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of where I've started to, you know, own in on my message and really focus that part of, you know, my brand. And it seems yeah. to be sticking. So which is cool. It seems to be sticking. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I when I went to your website for the very first time, I was just like, oh, this is a great website. Like, like I, I feel like I know, I feel like I know what you bring to the table from the website. And yeah. I, I think Thank that's you. the point, you know? Yeah. 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 I have like my newsletter is the cool copy newsletter. Yeah, it's like it goes. It's like double fold. So it's just like I want the like you or like Tim like learn how to write copy so they yeah. can feel cool about their business. Like it helps them feel cool by writing copy that like converts. But yeah. they're also helping you know their customers feel that way as well. And I just like sharing valuable and actionable you know advice that people can use when it comes to copywriting because it's such like a big skill, an important skill yeah. to have in marketing. Yeah, and it's so hard to do. I mean, well, it comes easy to some people, but it's yeah, very no, hard yeah, to do, yeah, especially it making it consistent, I yeah. feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, there's a lot of formulas that you can get overwhelmed with, and, you know, you think you have an idea, but sometimes we can get lazy, or, again, we just talk about ourselves naturally. Like, we're human beings. Like, we want to feel, you know, yeah. emotion and, like, our better selves. So it's easy to talk about ourselves and lose a little empathy here and there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that true. Yeah. So, so about the newsletter specifically, if someone signed up for that, 
what mm. would they be getting? Is it like weekly tips from you? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, mostly weekly copywriting tips for me. Okay. Uh, where, you know, I do a little bit of storytelling involved and I like to give examples too of how you can use the tip in your writing. Um, but then I'll also share any like maybe certain products that I have out, offers, uh, sometimes just share some things of like what I'm, what I'm digging right now, like what I'm watching, other things yep. like that too. Love it. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So why would you say that, why would you say telling a brand's story well is important? Like for a brand who's like, well, I don't really know what my brand story is. Yeah. I haven't even gone through the why process that you just mentioned. Like, why yeah. would you tell, what would you say to them to, to kind of tell them it is an important thing? Yeah, I, because it just makes your brand and yourself more relatable to your audience. Mm, uh, okay. just really connect with stories. It's what we grew up on. It's what we, you know, a lot of us watch yeah. Netflix and Hulu and everything. Like it draws us in. Some of our yeah. favorite memories are built around stories. And I think it's just a way like to tap into psychology to make us feel connected in a way, you know, like the dopamine rises when we like get this novel feeling when we hear something, we can yep. picture ourselves inside the story if you use yep. a lot of good visualization. Um, so it's just a good way to bring awareness to your brand to have this story. And really what that, really what that means that, you know, you can share it on interviews like this, you can share it on your website, on your about page, um, things like that in your bio. Um, mm -hmm. but it's really, it's just like, think about like, what's the thing that you do that makes you happy? Like, how did you get there? Like, how does it, how did that thing improve your quality of life? Like tell that story and then tie yeah. it into how you improve the quality of life of others. Um, I think is a good mm -hmm. way to put it. Um, yeah. you know, and, and there's so many ways that you can tell it, you know, use good visualization, um, you know, have a relatable character like yourself, or you can talk about like your customers in your brand story. If you're not talking about your personal brand. Um, okay. Like the, like the brand, uh, like the product process. Right, exactly. Like if you have like, like eco-friendly cleaning products, it's like, what's the story of how you came up with that idea? And like, oh, you're at, okay. you know, and yeah. then you have maybe a relatable character like yourself or like, you know, talk about like how maybe a customer came to you and talked yeah. about it. Um, and then yeah, just capture emotion and just kind of have that big idea in there that makes them think mm -hmm. it's kind yeah. of like unexpected, right? Where it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's and cool. then, and then they, it's it's probably a good way to help your audience grow because now more people are connecting with whatever it is you're doing. Um, yeah. and share yeah. that with someone else like, oh, you should try out those eco-friendly products. Yeah. <laughs> they start, it kind of grows word of mouth from there, I guess. Yeah, there's a human element to it. It's so like if I talk about these cleaning products and how like I looked at my kitchen, under my kitchen sink and just saw all this clutterness, right? It's like, oh my gosh. I have fourth cleaners that pretty much do the same thing. Like even that you're right. just relating to them um, and you're off a human instead of just like, Hey, we wanted to innovate and reinvent, you know, household cleaning products. It's like, that right. doesn't really capture much emotion. Like, you're talking to everybody there, you know, yep. so you can, yeah. really, you can really narrow that focus a little bit. If you focus on, you know, the emotional benefit of the benefit, like what makes them feel cool is yeah. one way to say what it. What makes them feel cool. I love that. And Tim, Tim loves it. He says he's in the process of rebranding. So this, oh, your cool. kids have come at the good, had a good time, Terry. Awesome, good, <laughs> so, so the next thing I wanted to talk about with you is how, how do you stay consistent with this message? Like once you craft the message, mm -hmm. once you figure out the why, once you figure out like how to make your customers feel cool, like yeah. how are you able to keep that message the same? Yeah. 
I think it's really important just to listen to your audience and continue to figure out, you know, what problems they're having and how they're speaking and then coming up maybe with content around that, but just keeping that foundation of like your mission and your why. Yeah. Right? So if people come to me with certain yeah. problems, we can talk about that. Um, you know, and my big thing is just giving them like examples of how they can use it themselves too. And just like being a resource for them um, as well. But, you know, you said it, it really just being consistent and being, you know, picking maybe a few channels that you want to be on and where your audience is hanging out and just continue, you know, to show up because like you might only get like a couple people watching uh, a couple comments on a post. But if you just stay, if you just stick with it, if it's that important to you, like results will show up. Like it's just like a proven formula. If you Mm -hmm. keep showing up, you Mm -hmm. know, good things can happen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So now I also wanted to touch on how you're, how you're able to stay consistent with all the content you put out. Mm. Like you're on podcasts, you're on video casts, you're doing interviews with me, you have your newsletter, like you've got your clients. Like how are you managing the content? Yeah. Oh man, that's a great question. I'm still figuring that out, Dana. Anybody else <laughs> want to leave some comments on how to do this? Please help us out. Help me out. Um, well, you know, it's really just become like, I've just made an effort that I want to, you know, create and offer resources and offer free resources. So then when people are thinking about copywriting or somebody asks them about like help with copy, that I'm kind of top of mind, tip of tongue for them. And yeah. when I start maybe creating courses or doing some other offerings where I can help people more one-on-one, um, mm-hmm. you know, that I have that support from others and people, and I've built that trust already. Um, so that was just like yeah. a big motivational factor for me in creating content. Um, but I've been fortunate to grow where I have a virtual assistant who helps me with scheduling things, um, keeping me like on task, right? Nice. And just trying to balance out like a good schedule of when I can do these interviews um, and just sticking to like a day. It's like, I know every Monday I'm going to record the copy corner with my friend, Dan. And then like every Wednesday or Thursday, I'm going to do a proceed with passion. And then a whose tagline is it anyway video like back to back. Nice. Oh my gosh. Right? And so <laughs> that's hard work. And, yeah. And then any interviews that come in like this one, just try to, you know, sprinkle them in there. Um, yeah. big thing for me is like working in chunks. Like I try to do as best as I can, like 25 minutes, take a break and then back at it again in 25 mm, minutes. Smart. Um, but yeah, sometimes some days are more hectic than others. There's some Saturdays where I end up working yeah. a couple hours. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's worth it though. It's fun. Yeah. Well, you're building a business. Like you're building a brand. So sometimes yeah. it's, sometimes it can be 24 hours. Yeah. Maybe one day it will be like easy where it's like 25 hour, maybe not four hour yeah. work like, like Tim Ferriss, but yeah. you know, maybe close to that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 14 hour. Yeah, work. exactly. The 14 hour work week. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. Uh, so Tim actually has a great question. Tim says, how important is emotion to writing good copy? Good question, Tim. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great question. And I say it's super important, like building that tension and that emotional side of things uh, really captures attention and keeps people hooked on what you're doing. Um, you know, it goes back to him to using like a lot of visualization, like words like feel, look, see, um, asking questions as well, understanding mm-hmm. what their pain points are. Um, and then also understanding, you know, what you can do to help improve their life. And then mm-hmm. right to that perfect world. And that's where it comes back to, you know, make them feel, make them feel cool instead of talking about how cool you are, right? Yeah. Like talk about how cool they can be. Uh, you yep. know, what's that, what's that day like for them? Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times we buy things based on emotion and how we feel like, 
It's yeah. always like a, a widely used example, but look at Apple, like the MacBooks, they just talk about like what you can create, like with the MacBook or with an iPad. They don't yeah. really sell that. It's like, oh, it's got like a 2.4 gigahertz, you know, new, L, you know, new right. something screen. They don't say all that. Right. In their commercials, you know? Yeah. That's a good point. Everybody wants to be yeah, Apple. But it's just a good foundation customer. there. Yeah. Yeah. They know their customer and they know their customer's right. emotions are like, oh, yeah, I want to create something. So let me create on that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. awesome. And Tim asks again, can you can you tell us more about <laughs> what are your clients pissed off about? Specifically do. What are your clients pissed off about? Oh my gosh. But more specifically what I do. Yeah, I help I hope a lot of you know, creative entrepreneurs, some startups, um, and really what pisses them off is that they look at their website or their copy and they just feel like I'm not speaking to the right people. It's all over the place. There's no emotion involved, it's not connecting. Um and people aren't engaging with it. Like a big yeah. pain point I hear from people is just like, I want to write engaging copy. Like I want people to react. Like when they read it, they yeah. can connect with me and maybe they buy right away, or at least like they're part of my community in that yeah. way. And like a lot of people don't know, you know, how to approach that. And there's a whole lot of stuff involved with copywriting on a website too. There's user experience involved, the UX side. Um, and what I mean by that, Dana and Tim, is just like if someone lands on your website, Dana, and like they see the top banner and they see like this hero tagline, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like a learn more or like about us. If they click that button, what are they going to learn when they do that? Like how are they going to keep mm -hmm. their attention? Um, and if it's a sales page and if they click like the buy now offer, um, it's like, all right, how are we going to get them to see what they're going to do next? Like is our call to action button clear? They click that, like, what's yeah. that process going to be like? Like, make yeah. it try to be as seamless as possible. And, you know, the look of it is a big part of it, but really the writing and how you're directing people is huge. Mm -hmm. The user experience, like the user flow from hitting your yeah. website to doing business with you or subscribing right. to the newsletter or following right. your podcast, whatever's on right. your website. Yeah, like how yeah. easy is that process, right? Yeah. Like I get, you know, I, I get like some interesting tips where it's just like, don't you don't necessarily have to say like click here to sign up for my newsletter or click here to subscribe because yeah. like, that's just building tension when you do that and what i mean by that is it seems like there's going to be a couple steps involved i got click here then i got to put in my email address mm -hmm. and it just may throw people off right away when reading that yeah. um, but you can just say like get you know get this in your inbox here that's what you say it's visual and you cool. click that and then maybe they just they still take the same steps but at least they just they it feels more welcoming to them where they know that it doesn't, they don't have to do much to get that in their inbox. Interesting. Good tip. I like that. And that's yeah. what your that's what your website says for your newsletter, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. We're all gonna go to your website now just yeah. to check. It, it probably says click here to subscribe. No, <laughs> like I had like I had phrases like that, like, hey, join the conversation, which doesn't really mean anything. Oh. It's like, what does that mean? Like it sounds yeah. cool, right? It but sounds like, cool. But, but like it's really you could be more direct and just say subscribe to my newsletter at the top and then it's just like get this yeah. in my inbox on the on the call to action button yeah love that good tip okay yeah. so the last thing i want to touch on today is email copy like how mm. can we make better emails how can we write better emails everyone's emailing everyone all day yeah can you give us a tip or some tips on how we can do that better? I got I got no tips on that, Dana. I'm so sorry. 
Okay. Oh, no. All right. Thank you. No, I know. Would that be, that'd be awful. Um, yeah, this is, this is something that I've been working with clients more on, which has been actually really fun for me. Um, been kind of doing like some copy consulting, working on like seeing their emails, review
Uh, but check out Terry Schilling Creative on YouTube. Um, that's where you can see a lot as well. Um, and I did mention the, again, the Copy Co-op Facebook group. If you guys want to join that, search Copy Co-op um, on Facebook and join that group. Um, there's a lot of cool things that we're doing in there, um, sharing a lot of resources as well. Copy Co-op on Facebook? Co yep. C-O-O. Good name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, it's a, so you're on Facebook group, YouTube channel, LinkedIn profile, Twitter, yeah. the podcast. You've yeah. got all, all yeah. these things. I'm on Instagram too. Some of that stuff just, it all gets kind of repurposed. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not super active everywhere, but... <laughs> Sounds like I make myself easy to find. And yeah, you can learn more about my services and just reach out to me if you want to learn more and interested in maybe connecting, do like a copywriting audit, um, yeah. you know, collaborating one-on-one cool. -on -one with something. I'm cool. you know, always happy to listen and talk some more. Cool. Love it. Tim says important now more than Dude, ever. Tim, yeah. man, thank you so much for uh, joining us and all your I questions know. today. I know. Thank you, Tim. It, and he keeps shouting out all the things. He said, shout out to my monitors behind me. <laughs> Shout out to Tim. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I think Ross is tuning in with us. We have Beauty Bubble. We have so many people. But Terry, thank you again for oh, being man. on my show. Yeah, Dana, thank you so much. This was great. I look forward to continuing to connect and watch more of these. I really appreciate yeah, having me. Absolutely. And thank you for matching my brand color. I think oh, my gosh. I know. I noticed that as you brought that up. I was like, oh, look at that. It's perfect. It's Did you great. plan that? <laughs> uh, no. No, no, not at all, but it looked good. I felt like I looked a little bit too casual, but then I was like, oh, but it's like the colors match. So let's go with it's it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. Yeah. I yeah. should start matching my brand too. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Terry. Well, thank you again. It was a yeah, pleasure. Dana. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Yeah. Oh, what a great show. I love when I love when my questions lead to actionable tips, like actions we can all take for our websites and emails and every social media, all the accounts that we have. Um, so that about wraps up another episode of Two Cents with Benz. Tim says shout out again. <laughs> Tim, thank you so much for tuning in. And to everyone else who tuned in, we will see you next week on another episode of Two Cents with Benz. Thanks, everyone.